Hey guys, welcome back to the Fantasy Crew Podcast. This is the second podcast, and this is Anish. I'm Rohan. And let's just get right get let's just get started. So um, we're gonna talk about yesterday's game first, which was uh, Washington against the Giants. So yeah, uh, this was a close game, and um, yeah, so I think for fantasy purposes, I think one thing that we did notice was Washington uh, Washington's defense. They really did not do that good yesterday. You know, only had three points, and that was because you know they had. Uh, uh, they had four sacks, but um, which definitely gave them some points and stopped it from being negative uh, points for defense. But you know, you really expected them to be a lot better, especially with Saquon not being there. But you got to give it credit to Daniel Jones, who has played pretty good. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely Daniel Jones. He looked good yesterday. He didn't trip like last time, <laughs> which is which is good. But luckily, that play didn't count. Y'all saw it. Um, I mean, one thing that I did really really like actually was terry mclaurin he looked really good with uh heineke as a qb and i think one one thing we've learned with terry is uh he is qb proof it doesn't matter which qb he has he's always going to make that play so he had 27.7 fantasy points uh i mean he he looked really good so something that's one thing to keep in mind uh on the other hand antonio gibson well uh, that's his second bad game or i mean first game wasn't too bad but I mean, that's not what we wanted from him, especially since how he's getting drafted, what his ADP is, and what his value is. I think that one thing that all of us have to look forward in is Antonio Gibson, because their Week 16, 17 are, it's 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 pretty good. It's mid, but, I mean, their schedule is pretty hard. They're playing Tampa Bay, they're playing Dallas a lot. So, yeah. Yeah, um, one thing about Terry McLaurin being QB-proof, I saw a thing uh few days ago saying this is his 10th QB already starting QB and he's only played 31 games in his career and he's still been a pretty good uh, receiver or he's been a really good receiver and if uh, he could be if he stay consistent this year I think he could be a good flex or starting wide receiver for your team I mean yeah if you're in a 10-man league he's probably already you're starting 10-man he definitely should be starting for you yeah uh yeah we're so um yeah I mean Terry McLaurin if you're probably in 12-man or plus he's probably your wide receiver one yeah and that's not even bad at all taking him like I don't know what his ADP is. It's the third round, fourth round, but still, that is an amazing pick to take. Yeah, to I mean, on. when Curtis Samuel does come back, that might take away a few targets from him, but I think he still should be a pretty good receiver by that time. I really don't think it will, though, because Curtis Samuel, he did look good. I mean, Washington actually does value him pretty high, but I still just don't see them choosing, just throwing more balls to Curtis Yeah, I don't think they'll throw more to Curtis Samuel, but I think it'll take away a few uh, targets from uh, Terry because there's just too much to go around to. Yeah. Especially with them having J.D. McKissick and uh, Antonio Gibson, both who are two pretty good receiving backs. Okay, so, I mean, one thing we also can take away from this game is both QBs actually were pretty good. Daniel Jones, Taylor Heineke, this isn't from a fantasy point of view, by the way. Um, fantasy, they're both actually really good. Uh, Daniel Jones had almost 30, and Heineke almost had 20, or I think he had 20. Yeah, 20.04. Yeah, which is an amazing game from both of them. Good QB1, definitely. I mean, I don't think they're QB1s, but I said they play like a few QB1. I mean, yeah, I think uh, if you need a quarterback, you definitely, like, you know, uh, wait a little bit for a quarterback and maybe got someone that you might not like as much. I think Daniel Jones could be someone who, if he has the right matchup, I think he could be a really good start. Week three, they're going against the Falcons. I think that's a really good start. Um, with how he's been playing 21 week one, 29 week two, I think if you need a quarterback, he could be a pretty good player to go for. Yeah, I definitely definitely agree with that. But as of right now, we just have to see how that pans out. Saquon, we can talk about Saquon as well. He looked he looked pretty good. He had that 40, 46-yard outburst. Yeah. Outside of the that 40-yard gain, though, he was 
he wasn't that good. But yeah. that 40-yard gain does show you that he's still somewhat Saquon, but he got to, he has to stay a little bit more consistent. Um, and if yeah, I don't know if he'll ever. I think he'll, he'll never. I don't think he'll ever reach back to that uh, rookie Saquon. But um, I think uh, if I think by week five or six, he might start getting back to a 15 to 20 point range where he could be your starting running back. Right now, I honestly don't think you should start him. Maybe week three against Atlanta because that is a pretty good matchup. But after that, you know who knows. But we'll see about Saquon. Yeah, I mean, uh, here this is he had 41 yards on that uppers. That was literally the one hole the Giants' offensive offensive line gave them. So, I mean, still Saquon's always going to find that hole just because he is one of the most, if not one of the most talented running backs in our league. He's the most athletic running back in our league, that's for sure. But it like again, like I said, Saquon, he's probably going to be limited until at least week six, week seven. And I mean, yeah, he's in a he's in a weird division too. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know about Saquon. I mean, that injury, the injuries in the last two years really haven't helped him and. You know, also with the Giants not having like the greatest O line, uh, it might it might not help him that much. Um, but if he could get back to that rookie form, then I think he could be a, a top ten running back this year. Yeah, definitely with that. So let's let's move on. We're gonna go. To, we're gonna go to our start sits from last week. Uh, what we got right, what we got wrong. So I'm gonna start it off. I said Latavius Murray. Now I was wrong here, but. I thought that he. Was, I thought I said start him if he was if you if he was starting, which I don't think he was. It was Tyson Williams. So I mean, if you had Tyson Williams, you probably had a really good. I think he had sixteen fantasy points. So it's a good good game from him. Yeah. Um. I mean, McMurray was was not good. Ten rushes, twenty eight yards. I mean, yeah, it doesn't help that he didn't get like that many carries. But with the carries he had, he did not do that good. He did have a touchdown though, which definitely saved him. <laughs> but uh. You know, you'd like that get that yards per carry up a lot from two point eight. That's just not good. Yeah. Uh, next, I had Marvin Jones, and I actually got that right because this year I'm actually pretty. I'm not too high on him, but I think I think he might be decent this year with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I do have as one of my breakout players, Lavisca Chanel, and I think he could seriously break out this year with Trevor Lawrence. But with Marvin Jones, the thing that we all have is he has a little. I mean, he was a little inconsistent last year, but I think we'll get the consistency from him this year. I think he'll be solid at the uh, wide receiver. He'll be a solid uh, wide receiver too, like a low wide receiver two, high flex. So that's something that I would keep there. Marvin Jones is now over 30, so you know he's not going to be anything special for you. But if you do need a uh, flex maybe, I think he could be a pretty decent option, especially with the uh, Jaguars not having too many receiving options. But yeah, he does have to be a little bit more consistent, especially you know last year. He had some good games, 23, 25, 27, 38, but... You know, a lot of games under 10, which, you know, you don't really like to see. But, um, you know, now he's he's like the main target on this Jags team. Uh, yeah, ETN being out also helps him a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that that's one thing. Uh, next, I have James Robinson. So, James Robinson is, he's interesting. So, he had five carries. I did get it wrong, though. So, I said to start him, definitely wrong with me. Uh, I am a little concerned of him though, because he only had five attempts, not many. I mean, he had yards, but he wasn't that involved in the passing game or the rushing game. And you're playing the Texans D. I know, even though they were down, they didn't even give him rushes to start off the game. So I think they were relying too much on Trevor Lawrence, and that's a worried thing. And I really don't think Urban Meyer really does like uh, James Robinson this year. They drafted ETN for a reason. Yeah, and... It was it was real strange picking ETN in the first round, especially when you. With how well James Robinson did play in his rookie year, 
So yeah, I don't know how much Urban Meyer maybe does maybe just doesn't like James Robinson, but you know, he was he was a really good running back uh, week uh, last year and week one. Yeah, only five carries, five yards per carry though, which is pretty good. Um, he uh, didn't see how many receptions he had. Three receptions, twenty nine yards. So you know, if his if his he he's playing pretty well with the stuff that he's getting, but uh, I don't know if his uh, his like targets and carries will increase anymore. But if they do, I think. He could improve and be a starting running back for your team. Yeah, I also, I just don't think Urban, like I said earlier, I don't think Urban Meyer likes him that much. Not, only giving him five attempts to like one of the best rookie running backs last year is, it's very underrated. Yeah, they were down by a lot, but still you probably want to run it more than five times. Yeah, so he had, yeah, five attempts, 25 yards, three targets, uh, six targets, three receptions. So, yeah. Uh, My sits. So I had Swift as my sit. Again, it's wrong. I had no idea that game was about to be that close. Yeah, you know, it was definitely a close game, but even then, you know, the Niners' defense, one thing I've always noticed about them is they've always seemed to struggle a little bit against the run. You know, last year they were a little bit better, but the year they went to the Super Bowl, that was, like, on that defense, their main issue was honestly stopping the run. Um, but last year they did improve a lot, but, you know, this year uh, against the Lions, they did lose Kinlaw, which is kind of a pretty big thing, you know, that... He's not, like, anything special yet, but he is a pretty big lineman there, and which could definitely help stop the run. So that could be one of the reasons why Swift did play pretty well. Yeah. Um. One thing about DeAndre Swift, though, is if, he, like, he got a lot of targets. He had 11 targets for eight receptions, 65 yards, and receiving touchdown. So, I mean, that could be a good thing, but one thing I have noticed with these backs is that you have to, like, we don't know how receiving things are going to work. We, At least me, I rely more on rushing. So, I mean, he only had 11 attempts, which isn't great. So, I'm still a little bit worried about DeAndre Swift. We'll see how that pans out, but yeah. yeah I think his uh, carries might have been down a little bit just because of his injury. You know, he was questionable coming into the week. He's still questionable now. Um, you know, Jamal Williams is kind of worrying for fantasy unders because, you know, how much is he really going to get carries? You know, he had, uh, how much did he have? He had 25 week one, which, you know, Swift still had was still able to get 24, but Jamal Williams being there definitely doesn't help Swift. And his injury also... You know, you want him to get fully healthy, and I don't know if he is fully healthy yet, but he is still questionable. So yeah, I mean, look at look at how Jamal Williams affected Aaron Jones. He, Aaron Jones, he wasn't. I mean, he was really good last year. Don't get me wrong, but he had a lot of ten point, nine point games. And that's because of Jim, Jamal Williams. So yeah, yeah, Jamal Williams has always been a pretty good uh, touchdown and like short yardage running back. And I think uh, if he's like this with the lines too, it might hurt DeAndre Swift a little bit. But you know. Swift still played well, and if his receiving game stays the same as it did week one, he's a def- definite top ten. You know, maybe if he improves his running game, he could sneak into the top five. Yeah. All right, so my next sit was Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith. Now, this one, I actually think, I, I actually got this right. There's no reason to ever start these guys. They ha- they're they a two-tight end team, I mean, unless they're in a 32-man league or like a even like a 20-plus man league. That's the only way you should take them as a tight end, but still. Just having two tight ends that are on the same team, and Mac Jones is a rookie QB. He's going to be going to Nelson Aguilar. He's going to be going to uh, uh, um, Kendrick Bourne, Kendrick Kobe yeah. Myers. You know? Yeah, 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 for sure. So I, I just don't think that ever to trust those yeah, guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, Johnny Smith. He was. I'm not going to say he was like straight up bad, but he only nine nine point eight points. If you're in a deep league and you really need a tight end, Johnny's not the worst thing for you, but um. Yeah, if you're in a league where there's a pretty good amount of tight ends, I definitely wouldn't start Johnny. Even the rest of the year, I'm not starting Johnny or Hunter Henry. Even if like that nine points would have been help would have been helpful to you, I still probably wouldn't have started him because 
you know, you just never know who's going to have a good game and who's just not because they have just two tight ends, which, you know, you don't really like. And uh, Mac Jones is, he's Mac Jones. He's not going to set the world on fire with his quarterback skills, you know. He's a, he's not like, I'm not, he's definitely, definitely not Mahomes, but, you know, I'm saying his play style is Mahomes. It's, it's more a conservative play style, which, you know, doesn't really help in fantasy. Yeah, so you want to move on to your starts? Yeah, so my first start, which disappointed me, but Raheem Mostert, only two points. He got hurt after two carries, but, you know, he did do pretty good in the two carries. He got two rushes for 20 yards, but, yeah, Mostert's injuries are definitely something that's worrying, and now it came out that he's out for the year. Yeah, the reason I'm actually laughing at this one is because uh, me and Rohan actually played each other this week, and uh, he was he was so confident on Raheem Mostert, yeah. he started over Joe Mixon, and... He got injured on like what the second yeah. play. <laughs> it hurt, but you know I still I still did end up winning, so I it didn't it didn't hurt me too much. But yeah, John Mixon did play really well. And, yeah, Najee sold me. Yeah. But now you know since Raheem Mostert is out, you know Elijah Mitchell is definitely someone you want to look out for, just just because of how good he did play. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. And they still don't have Jeff Wilson. You know who knows about Hasty. So right now it's really and Sermon. I don't know. He was. He was healthy week one. They still decided not to play him. I don't know if that's Shanahan not liking him. Shanahan just didn't want to play him. I honestly don't know. Shanahan is known for uh, taking players that are pretty decent and like just benching them because they didn't make him happy. So yeah. I mean, yeah, we saw that with Dante Pettis. You know, he had a pretty good rookie year. But after that, I think Pettis didn't come come ready for camp, and you know, he got he got punished because of that. But and you know, now he's not even on the team anymore. He's not a really good receiver. Uh, we're not really sure about Ayuk. I really don't think Ayuk has had the same treatment. We've heard Shanahan talk about it say it was really just his hamstring injury. He wasn't really getting full reps uh, because of his injury. And, you know, and I believe that, honestly, you know, the injury was lingering for a little bit. So I don't think it's like, I don't think you should be too worried about Ayuk just yet. I think maybe later in the year he could be maybe a flex. But right now I don't know by starting him just because of his injury. Yeah, def- I definitely agree with that. Uh yeah, sure. yeah, so for my second start, I told you to start the Niners' defense. They had 10 points, which for a defense, that is pretty good. That's it's not very anything special. Good. It's not, yeah. 10 not, points from a defense. Yeah. I think they're the number one defense, right? Uh, no, the Cardinals are. They had, the Cardinals had 16 points. You know, against the Titans, they really blew them out. But, um, yeah, 10 points, good start for a defense. You know, they could have had a lot more, but I don't know what happened at the end of the game there. That was honestly bad, but, yeah. You know, the Lions, somehow, they came all the way back. They did not win, but, you know, that definitely hurt the Niners' defense a little bit. That pick six definitely saved you if you had the Niners' defense because, you know, that doesn't get affected by points. But the points went way down from 10 points all the way up to 33. So that loses a lot of points for defense. But they still got 10, so it was a pretty good start. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I, 49ers' defense against against the uh, against the um, uh, Lions' defense was definitely a good start. I mean, if you didn't start them against the Lions, I don't know what you're doing, but, yeah. Sure. Yeah, so for my third start, I said to start Jalen Hurts. I think I got this one. I definitely got this one right. Uh, Jalen Hurts had 28.76 points. It was a pretty obvious start. I mean, you're going against the Falcons, D. That isn't good, but I think, you know, Jalen Hurts could definitely be a, a starting quarterback for you this year, and I think if you need a quarterback, he's definitely one you should get. He's currently ranked the fifth. He's the fifth-best quarterback game this week, so I think you should honestly start him the rest of the year, obviously, unless you don't have the better option, but... You know, if you do have a better option, maybe you could think about trading that better option to maybe improve another spot on your uh, team. Like if you have a Mahomes or Josh Allen, and you have Jalen Hurts off your bench. If you need, if you need some help uh, at your flex or wide receiver or running back, and another team needs a quarterback, you could think about trading uh, your quarterback and keeping Jalen Hurts as your starter. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm actually, he wasn't on my top 10 before this week. I just wanted to make sure because I was actually pretty high on him last year, but I really wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't know how he's going to play this year. And he, he, he looked really, really good. Even though it was a Falcons defense, I, th- I think he could be something serious this year. Like he could be a top 10 QB and I could easily see that happening. Top QB five, maybe. Definitely going to be a top 10 QB. You know, top 10 QB isn't too hard, especially with the uh, options behind him. But I think with his running ability, he's, I think right now he's a guaranteed top five to me. Yeah, I mean... Top 10, I, not top 5. I think there's honestly a chance, like, the past three years, uh, top the, the number one QB has been Josh Allen last year. I think it was Lamar the year before that, and then Mahomes. So they were all after round eight. And I think this year, that could be Jalen Hurts. I mean, I don't think he went round eight. He might have gone, like, round six or seven, but he could be something. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not even kidding about this one. So Yeah, so after Jalen Hurts, we're going to move on to my sits. Oh, no, actually, one more start. Uh, that was Marquise Brown, and I think I was that was right on Marquise Brown. He had nineteen point four points. He played well, you know. Uh, the Raiders don't have the best defense, and the Ravens definitely need some help. You know, they don't have any of the running backs right now. And uh, Lamar did look at uh, Marquise Brown a lot. He had uh, sixty nine yards, one reception. He played well. Um, he also had a rushing attempt for five yards, and I think he could be a starter, or he could at least be a flex, and especially in deeper leagues. In deeper leagues, I think you should definitely have Marquise Brown on your team. I think he could be a flex for you. Yeah, I mean, he, he's interesting, definitely interesting. He He's a weird QB. I mean, his QB's obviously one of the best, but he's a rusher, so having a rusher QB isn't good for passing. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, but, you know, these, him and Mark Andrews are really the only targets on that team. I don't really know about Sammy Watkins anymore. He seems kind of a little too old, too hurt uh, to really be anything like scary for if you have Mark Andrews or um, Marquise Brown. So I think having those two really be the main targets, I think they could be starters for you this year. By the way, guys, um, we top ten tight ends. I have uh, Mark Andrews at four. He's not nowhere near the top three. The top three are always going to be Kelsey Waller, Kittle. No, I and think. That's what yeah, Kelsey Waller, Kittle, but I think Hawkinson could maybe take a step over Kittle this year. You know, Kittle is obviously better in real life. That's not even a question. But in fantasy, Kittle's not always the greatest because of you know he does have a little bit of injury concern and he doesn't score that many touchdowns. He's last you know his 2019, 2018 years probably his best two years in his career. Only had five touchdowns. Last year he only had he had even less than that. Only two touchdowns. He also was hurt a lot of last year, but. You know, Kittle, we'll see how consistent he'll be this year. If Hawkinson can be consistent, I think Hawkinson could take a step over Kittle. I mean, I don't. if that happens, it's not going to be until later in the year, in my opinion. But I, I don't know. I mean, TJ Hawkinson definitely performed in this game. And that that is something to keep note of. But like I said, we, we I, I still have Kittle above him. Because I think Kittle, that yak, that the ability, the yards he gets after carries has been one of the highest in the league. He he gets like almost like what fifteen yards after the after the catch, which is just insane. So yeah, um, I mean Hawkinson's right now pretty much the main pass catching threat on the Lions as they lost Galladay. They don't have Marvin Jones anymore. It's really just Hawkinson. So I think he could get a lot of catches. Which yeah, definitely right now I still rather have Kittle, but I think maybe later on this year Hawkinson could take a take the lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Alright, so for now on, now we're on to my sits, and my first sit was Jared Goff. This was definitely wrong. He had 28.92 <laughs> points. You know, I think... It was all in garbage say, time, though. Three, so just, yeah. three quarters in, it was it was a pretty good sit. Um, <laughs> and then the Niners just broke down completely. 
and he ended up getting 29 points. Yeah. Or 28 points, but, you know, I don't think he'll keep this up. I mean, I think that was just the Niners' defense getting no completely hurt, losing Barrett, losing Greenlaw, pretty much losing everyone. How uh, do we always end up losing yeah. everybody? Seriously. So I think, uh, I don't think Jerry Goff will keep this up, but he'll have a, a few decent games this year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, Jared Goff, he had all those touchdowns were in garbage time. Niners defense broke down. It it was just it was just I don't even know how to describe it. It was weird. Yeah. So my final sit, I said David Montgomery. I was wrong about that <laughs> one too. At eighteen points. Uh, yeah, he, he ran really well. Sixteen only sixteen attempts, but six point eight yards per carry. Had a pretty long touchdown. Had one reception for ten yards, which you know that helps. Um, Montgomery, I think, could be a, he's a definite starter for you. I think. Um, he also has some pretty good matchups. You know, Bengals, Lions, Raiders. Green Bay, honestly, they did lose to Darius Smith recently. Detroit, they're playing Detroit again. Green Bay, Minnesota, Seattle, you know. They're not playing the greatest run D, so I think Montgomery could be a starter for you. He's not even, could be, he definitely he definitely should be starting for you this year. I mean, yeah, he, he he's definitely a very good player, but I have seen, at least recently, a lot of people have been taking Montgomery over Najee, and I mean, a lot of people aren't very high in Najee, a lot of people are high in Najee. It all depends on the person, how you like rookies, how you view them. I'm pretty high on Najee just because I think he'll be really good this year. With uh, he'll be like Le'Veon, and I don't think he'll be anywhere near Le'Veon in his first year. But I think he'll be. I think he'll be something this year. So. I'm not a fan of Najee. I mean, it's just I don't know. I don't. First of all, I don't really trust rookies that much. And we saw in the first game he didn't play good. You know, he, he got a lot of carry. He got a lot of. Uh, I mean, only 16 attempts, but 2.8 yards of carry. You got to be better than that if you know you really want to be a consistent starter. I mean, I, I don't think Najee will be bad, but. I don't trust him yet. I think he'll have some good games, but he'll be inconsistent. Yeah, that's something to keep going. I, I, well, we'll see. Yeah, so I think now we're going to move on to our starts for week two. Yeah, so my first start, again, like I was saying, Najee Harris, he has one of the best matchups. He had 100% on the field, and he was the only running back to get a carry. And he was basically, he was the only player on the, he stayed on the field every single possession. Isn't that crazy? Every single position that they played, he was on the field. And that just leads to opportunity. He is going to get those touches. Now, will he be good? That is something yeah, to be That's the main question. He has to do, he's he going to get the touches. He's going to get the carries. But the main question is, what do you, what will he do with those carries? I mean, yeah, he has a very good schedule. That's one thing to keep noted. So he has what, three, three really good games in a row. He's got Raiders, Bengals, and Packers. So I think if, if he doesn't get good after, like, week six because he has some pretty good matchups then he might not ever hit that yeah i don't that, that, that love level. week 16 17 actually i hate week 16 17 you're going against the chiefs and the browns i mean the chiefs they don't really necessarily have like the greatest run d but um you know if you're gonna be they might be down by a lot so if they're down by a lot they're gonna be passing it more but if not you can improve his pass catching then maybe it could work i don't think his pass catching is the issue it's just he has such a bad old line. Like, seriously, he has the worst old line in the league. It's just, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with him. I think it's just the fact that he doesn't get those those, those open fields. Because, like I said, the one time he got that open, open, uh, op- that open, uh, like, his old line gave him that space he needed, he got 20 yards off the game. And that's just, he has one of the best cup, he's like a similar cup back to Jonathan Taylor, so, and Nick Chubb, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, also one thing. The Raiders' defense didn't do that bad against the run against the Ravens. I know the Ravens didn't really have absolutely anyone. I mean, actually, no. Tyson Williams had 18, so I guess he played pretty well. 
Um, yeah, Chief Tyson played pretty well. So maybe it is a good start, but we'll see how Najee plays. Yeah, I mean, it all depends on him. So let's see if he makes that step. My next player is Chris Godwin. So, he, he, so yeah, it's either Chris Godwin or Mike Evans. It's always those two. I'm actually a lot higher on Godwin than I am on Evans. I don't think Evans is – he's too inconsistent. He's too touchdown dependent. But Godwin will always get those yards. He'll get those uh, uh, catches by Brady. So, yeah. I, he has a good matchup as well, right? He's playing the Falcons. Yeah. I mean, but, like, I know. I mean, they're both – the thing with Godwin and Evans are both really touchdown dependent. just depends on the day. Honestly, I think I believe that Chris, uh, not Mike, Chris Evans. Mike Evans is a better uh, player, better receiver than Chris Godwin. Um, you know, in real life, I think that's not even a question. In fantasy, I think it's definitely close. But um, yeah, we'll see how he plays. Yeah, I think uh, we we don't know who Tom Brady's favorite target is. The way he plays is he doesn't have a favorite target, so that's why it's always weird to have Tom Brady receivers. But well, we'll see. Uh, my next player is I got. A-Rod. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, A-Rod. So A-Rod has a very good matchup. He's playing the Lions. And, I mean, last last week he, did, he didn't look great. I mean, he looked terrible, let's be honest. He's playing the Saints D. I'm pretty high on the Saints D. Rohan's not, but that's not, a, that's not, that's not the point. It's, it's the fact he had one point. One fantasy point. That was so disappointing to fantasy owners. Like, one with the MVP from last year, he didn't even have a passing touchdown. That's ridiculous. And he had Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. I think some people are kind of overreacting on saying Aaron Rodgers is done for his career now because he had one bad game. No, you know, it's the first game of the season. Aaron Rodgers has had this kind of his entire career. Or no, not entire career. I'll say last three years. Last year against the Bucks, he he lost horribly, played horribly. Year before that against the Niners, uh, NFC Championship game and week 13, I think it was. Sometime in the regular season, he just sucked. You know, it's something that Rodgers has had the last three years. I don't think that it'll mean much. You know, I think he also didn't really play. He wasn't really too involved in the Packers offseason this year, so he might be a little bit rusty, but I think he'll eventually get back to MVP form. Yeah, I think, I don't think it'll any, I don't think it'll be MVP form, but I think, I don't, th- like I said, like I was saying, why he's my good matchup. He's, he's, uh, my start because he's a, he's a good player. He's obviously league's be- one of the league's best. He's really a good player. He had a bad game, which everybody is overreacting a little bit. Lions D, it's Lions D. They're not. They're they're terrible. They're one of the worst in the league. So, I mean, yeah, him and Aaron Jones, they both had terrible games. Start both of them, please. Start both of them. If you don't, that's just a bad decision. So yeah. Uh yeah, that's my starts. My yeah. sits. Uh, I got Will Fuller as my first sit. Now this is before we got news that he isn't playing. So I'm gonna just skip over him. My next is Trey Sermon, so he's interesting. Sermon, he's playing with, he's playing with, I mean, one of, he played uh, Niners running back. I'm blanking. What's Elijah his name? Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell, yeah, Elijah Mitchell. He he played really good. Last he had 16 fantasy points. He looked good. He looked. He had 5.5 yards per carry, 19 attempts, one of four rushing yards, and Mostert's gone now. And I don't think Sermon is gonna get that many touches in his first game. I think it's gonna go to Elijah Mitchell mostly. And they're playing the Eagles, which is a... That's not, like, the Eagles don't really have a bad, you know, got Fletcher Cox up there. That's pretty much, you know, that'll get you a lot of run stuffs. But, um, yeah, I agree. I think uh, Elijah Mitchell will get a lot of the carries until, you know, Shanahan really trusts Trey Sermon. Yeah. You know, I think in the future, Trey Sermon will be, our, uh, will be the Niners' uh, starting running back. But right now, I think it's uh, Elijah Mitchell. I think he'll, he'll be the starter for the next few weeks until Sermon is ready, you know. 
Zerman definitely not playing week one, fully healthy too, Not and he didn't play, is definitely a cause for concern. So we'll see how he is this year. Yeah, for sure. And also, if you haven't picked up Elijah Mitchell, uh, you definitely should. He's, tried, he's in the number one waiver wire after last week. I, I don't know if he'll stay, stay like this the entire season, but that doesn't matter. He'll have the consistency for the next two, three weeks. So that is something that we can all use. Uh, my next player, Mike Evans, same reasons I say start Chris Godwin. Evans is touchdown dependency, and I just don't trust that enough. Even though it's a Falcons D, I don't trust it enough. Next player, I got Jamal Williams. He's also interesting. Two down back with uh, DeAndre Swift, and I know it's not a running back committee, but it's sort of one, so I just don't trust two running backs on a team to ever perform that well. That's I'm not very high on DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I mean, I I think DeAndre Swift, I think Jamal Williams had the amount of carries he had week one because of DeAndre Swift's um, not being fully healthy, and this week he isn't also still fully healthy, still questionable. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's, the greatest idea to start him until he's fully healthy, but you know he did. DeAndre Swift had twenty four last week, even though he was healthy. So we'll see. Yeah, for sure. Works. Uh, my next sit, Melvin Gordon. My last sit actually is Melvin Gordon. Um, Melvin Gordon. He had twenty fantasy points last week, which is a lot, but he's not gonna hit that again. Not with, uh, Javante Williams, right? Yeah, Javante. Yeah, he he uh he has a rookie running back. That never pans out for players, so. I just don't see uh, Melvin Gordon being that good, especially if they want to go to the rookie, which, yeah. I disagree with that one. I don't really see... I mean, I don't know if Melvin Gordon's going to be good, but I don't know why Javante is that high of a player. Well, they're playing the Jaguars. Yeah. I think they'll still go, they'll go to Javante more. Javante had 14 attempts, which is means that they want to involve him in the offense. And, I mean, he, he, he was a second-round pick. The Broncos didn't use their second round pick on nothing, so they're they're trying to apply Javante Williams to the offense. So I think he's a definite start. Uh, yeah, but if, not start. Uh, he's Melvin Gordon's bench. Yeah, Javante though, if he doesn't get, if he doesn't do anything with those carries, he got fourteen, only thirty three point two yards per carry though. If he doesn't do anything with that, it's gonna be back to Melvin. It's a good matchup. Honestly, I think Melvin is a good start this week. I mean, one thing that I at least I go by is volume equals good games i mean if you have volume you're gonna get those attempts you'll eventually do good with them so yeah yeah unless you're just not a good player i don't really know how good javante williams is yet i think he'll uh i think he'll take some time oh yeah for sure no chance he i don't think he's gonna be a top 20 running back this year but in the future maybe all right well you all right so for my first start i have matthew stafford uh you know, going against the Colts, I think, you know, the Colts, I you know, last year I thought they had a pretty good defense. This year I thought they had a pretty good defense. But, you know, week one they did struggle pretty badly to Russell Wilson. Gave up 27 points. And Stafford looked really good week one. And, you know, he's oh, going yeah. to be a problem this year for defenses. And I think, yeah, I think he'll be a good start, especially if you need a quarterback. I'm happy Stafford's finally out of that. The, the, the Lions, the Lions offense. I know it's probably triggering the Lions fans, but Stafford... He he's he's been he's been looking for a way out and he hasn't he's a, he's a nice he's a good person he didn't request a trade I don't think so so he he got what he wanted and he looks super good on the Rams in his first game he had like two deep balls two touchdowns and the Rams they're looking really scary this year they have the, one of the probably the best defense in the league on top of that you have the that uh, you have a good decent good offense now so yeah yeah like the um, Niners kind of yeah. So uh, I would for my third or second start. I have Chase Edmonds. You know, 
They're going against a bad Minnesota run D. They gave up 25 points to Mixon last week. I think it could be the same story here, especially if the um, Cardinals blow out the uh, Vikings. I think they might go to Chase Edmonds. I think he'd also get some good uh, receiving targets. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, definitely. Uh, one thing I do want to talk about, though, is the Giants kicker. He did really good last week, actually. Uh, yesterday, actually. He had 22 fantasy points, I think. Something like that. It's crazy. Like I, I had no idea he was gonna do that. So, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if he'll be like that ever again. But that, that was just fun, something to stop talk about. I didn't want to mention. So yeah. yeah. Uh, so for my third star, I have Leonard Fournette. Uh, he pretty sure had ten points last week. Um, you know, I think the Bucks could very much just blow out the Falcons completely. And and you know, I think I think Fournette, if he uh. If he if he if he could get some carries and maybe do something with those carries this time, I think he can have a good game this week. I think if he gets a touchdown, I think we're getting at least ten. Yeah, yeah. So for my fourth star, I have Mike Evans. Um, yeah, I think Mike Evans is just due for a big game. You know, it's still Mike Evans. He's had a thousand yards at it for pretty much his entire career. Um, I don't see him having starting off the season two back to back games and again just a horrible Atlanta uh, defense. I think he's just gonna have a big game finally. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that too for sure. Um, so for my fifth start, I have Jarvis Landry. They still don't have Odell, and he's really the main receiver there. And you know, bad Texas Texans defense gave up you know eighteen to Marvin Jones last week. So I think uh, uh, Jarvis could have a similar game this week. Uh, who is it, who is who is the who are they playing this week? The Texans. Okay, yeah, then definitely start him. He played good last week, right? He yeah. nineteen fantasy points last so. Yeah, starting him against the Texans defense, that's a no-brainer, so yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, I only have one sit this week. I was going to have two with Josh Jacobs, but uh, he is out this week, so I just have the one, and that's going to be Mike Davis going up against a uh, really, really good Tampa D, and you know, if they're down by a lot, they're going to be throwing it a lot, and it's not going to really have that much room for Mike Davis to get uh, run attempts or carries. Yeah, that that's that's kind of an obvious one. I, I, I don't see, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I would. I mean, also I guess now since Josh Jacobs is out, I'll add one more, and it's gonna be Kenny and Drake. He is the starting running back right now with no Josh Jacobs, but um, you know, you're going against Pittsburgh. This is also really obvious. It's just not gonna work out. Pittsburgh just has way too good of a D line, and you know the Raiders really. I don't know what they did with their own line. Alex Leatherwood struggled week one. They pretty much traded everyone. So, I'm I'm not starting Kenny and Drake. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't either. If you if you're a Kenny and Drake owner. He he's risky. He he's playing with Josh Jacobs and he Josh Jacobs is definitely the starting back. So yeah, you just need if Josh Jacobs is hurt and you have a much if you if if Josh Jacobs would hurt, I would say start him. But he he's hurt, but he's playing the Steelers deep. He's they're playing the Steelers. That's just not a good start at all. Yeah yeah hundred percent. All right, so next thing that we are going to talk about is players uh, players to not panic about. So my first player that I don't want to panic about is Najee Harris. Again, like I said before, volume equals opportunity, which equals eventually good games, especially for a good running back prospect like him. So I think Najee, he'll be something this year. I, I definitely have high hopes. A lot of people do have high hopes because some people are taking him in the first round, which I don't know how good of a decision that is. I'm not taking him first round. I'm taking him uh, maybe early, mid-second. Mid-second is probably the place I'm taking him, so yeah. Yeah, I'm not taking Najee anywhere near the second round. I, I don't know. I just don't really ever trust rookie running backs or rookie players, to be honest. Um, you know, yeah, they're known for being inconsistent. Very so. few times. You know, there will be always a few times, you know, uh, in a year where rookies do 
become good starters for you, but uh, there's a lot of rookies who are just way too inconsistent. So I don't think Najee is really a starter. Uh, yeah. He's a starter, but, you know, also, yeah, Duffy, don't worry about him. Uh, I mean, you worry about him a little bit, but I wouldn't get, like, crazy and trade him for, like, very little value. I think he could have some decent games. Yeah, I mean, I have Najee, and uh, you know, I was thinking of trading him for Chris Carson, which... I mean, I'm he, not doing that. yeah, even though, even though he is a rookie, it doesn't matter. Najee Harris will be, he'll be a solid 12 point player per game, at least. Yeah, Najee at least has some upside. I mean, Chris Carson isn't a bad running back, you know, he's a pretty solid one, but I just don't see any upside in him, and I think you could use that upside for a team, unless, you know, if you really, you know, really need a player that you know for a fact will uh, be good for you, then maybe think about trading Najee if you need that, like, consistent player, then I would think about trading Najee, but if you have him as a flex or a second running back, I think you should keep him. He's not talking about Carson, by the way. He's saying just think yeah, about trading him. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so next is Derrick Henry. Now, he looked weird. He, I don't think a lot of people are worrying about him, but this is, I mean, I'm not panicking about him, but this is something interesting because he's done this a lot last year, and they just got a new offensive coordinator, and with the wide receiver threats they have now, that could be something to look out for. So I, I think don't panic is a bad spot. I, w- I would put him in the uh, lookout for, so... Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, I I think he's just he's just an interesting player. Derrick Henry he's inconsistent because of his he has no receiving upside. So yeah. Yeah, especially in a PPR league, you don't love Derrick Henry, but you know he still is a really good player. It's Derrick Henry, probably the best running back in the league right now. And you know, I like CMC more. You like CMC more? Eh, I don't know. I like CMC more in fantasy, but in real life, yeah. Derrick Henry's just way too hard to stop. And you know, it's week one. He still had 17 carries. I don't think Julio and AJ Brown will really affect him that much. You know, and yeah, 17 carries with being down 35 points so you know if it was a closer game or if they were up i think his carries would go up well into the 20s and i think he would he would be much better yeah for sure all right next player uh aaron jones aaron jones he had a really bad week one but like i'm not concerned about it he it was a bad game he had a interesting issue with aaron Rodgers, and he he's gonna be fine he he had a bad game he's gonna have that receiving upside he didn't get he had really low brushing attention because they were down most of the game and then in the fourth quarter they didn't even play their players so Aaron Aaron Jones he's gonna have that one bad game and that was today so and he's playing the Lions defense if you're not starting him at the Lions defense what are you doing he had 45 fantasy points last year so yeah I think Aaron Jones is definitely a player who sometimes he'll get low 10s or uh under 10 sometimes so I don't think he's really a superstar player in fantasy as he can be kind of inconsistent to be a superstar running back so I think I wouldn't worry about him if you like uh, if you don't need to worry about him. I guess like if you don't really have a dire need at running back or a dire need to make your team better. If you're like first or second place in your league, I would definitely keep him. But if you're a little bit lower, I think you should try and trade him and try and get as much value as you can from him. Because I think I know some people really do like Aaron Jones, and I think he if you could get a lot of value for Aaron Jones, I honestly, in my opinion, would trade him if you need to. If you're in a position where you need. De- to make your team a little bit more well-rounded and better to improve your uh, ranking. I don't, I don't know. Aaron Jones, I don't think you should trade him yet, but he, he could be interesting. Uh, next is Devontae Adams. Again, no-brainer here. He had a bad game again with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers sucked, which means he's going to suck as well. Uh, Devontae Adams will, will be back. He was the wide receiver one last year. I don't know if he will be the wide receiver one again this year, but I think he'll definitely be a top player. No doubt about it. Uh, my next one is Zeke. Now, I guarantee you, Rohan probably disagrees with me on this one. He's not very high on Zeke at all. I'm not. High, I'm pretty high on him. Let's be honest. I have him at five as. Or what do I have him at? I have him at. I have him at seven. So that's pretty low, actually. But he, 
it's Zeke. He he he, as the saying is, he needs to be fed to eat. So he didn't get a lot of attempts. He didn't get the ball a lot. And apparently, what the coach said is that Dak Prescott actually audibled a lot out of running plays just because of the Tampa Bay defense. He has a good schedule ahead of him. Don't be worried about Zeke. He, but that's there's not much to say. I'm trading Zeke, honestly. <laughs> I, I'm, no, I'm trading <laughs> If you could get a good offer from him like Zeke, trade him. Do no, not keep him. I, I don't know about that one, Chief, but okay. No, just don't keep him. He's going to be way too inconsistent this year. Oh, I don't know why it would change. You know, Dak, he's finally back, and he's he's been play, he played really well against Tampa Bay. And, you know, they have, I don't know, I just, I just think he'll be inconsistent this year. And even with the carries he did have, I know Tampa Bay does have a good defense, but you're still Ezekiel Elliott. You should be doing a lot better than what you did against with the carries that you had. Only three yards per carry. That really was because of one ten-yard gain. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you want to talk? Yeah. About so this? my players not to worry about. First one is going to be Julio Jones. Um, it's his first game with a new team. I'm not so sure about that one, Chief. I'm not a big fan of Julio this year. He's old. He's going to get injured probably. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how injury-prone Julio really is. It really just last year where he's gotten hurt. I don't really think that makes him an injury-prone player. Um, and it's his first game with a new team. It's really rare you do uh, good with the first game, but also the entire Titans just sucked. I mean, they were just off that game. I don't think it was, it's still Julio Jones. You know, it's not like um, it's a young player who maybe will fall off. It's, it's Julio Jones. He, we know who Julio Jones is. He's going to be good this year, I think. And uh, it's just it was just a rough game for everyone in the Titans. I mean, when Derrick Henry sucks, you know, it's it's not really something you see that often. So I think. That really showed that you know the Titans did not just they just sucked they weren't good so I think I think if they get a little bit better matchups I think Julio will uh, start to play much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Derrick Henry, he if he doesn't do good, <laughs> I mean something's going off. So yeah. Um, so yeah, so for my second player is going to be Justin Herbert. You know, was not great. Um, only, only thirteen points. I don't think you should worry about him though. If you draft him as your quarterback, I think you know Washington. You know, it's interesting. Washington played bad against um, the Giants. Their defense played bad against the Giants' offense. But, you know, the defense was pretty good against Herbert. You know, he's, they still gave up 337 yards, but Herbert really just didn't get the passing touchdowns that you would like him to get. But I think, you know, playing Cowboys this next week, I think that's a definite start. Cowboys have a terrible defense. Uh, DeMarcus Lawrence is gone. I'm starting I'm starting Herbert week, uh, week two. Yeah, I actually forgot about Herbert. That's definitely somebody you shouldn't be worried about. He had, he had a mid game, definitely bad for a QB. I mean, if we're talking about QBs that were mid, Josh Allen, don't worry about him either. He it was he was playing Steelers D, first game back. Yeah, don't worry about him. Herbert, don't worry about him either. He, he, I think he's going to break out this year, to be honest, like more than he broke out last year. So, yeah. Yeah, so for my final player, it's a little bit, it's going to be the same thing what I said about Anish saying to start Aaron Rodgers. Don't worry about Aaron Rodgers. He has his games every year. It's still Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't make sense for him to, like, sort of hurt the Packers. I don't really know why people are saying that. That kind of just hurts his reputation and kind of ruins his trade value. Um, so, yeah, those are my three players not to worry about. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to our uh, to next. Uh, players to look out for. My first one, Elijah Mitchell. He looked very good in the first game. I mean, I, I'm not really concerned about him. He, he, I'm not concerned about him. I, think he'll be, I don't think he'll be amazing, but... Like I said, he's someone to look out for. He could be very good this year. Yeah, these players are definitely people. If they have continued good games, I think this week will be a good a good way to um, see to make some good waiver uh, wire pickups. So they have again like over fifteen like back to back games. I think we should honestly pick them up. 
Yeah. By the way, I forgot to mention this will be our last topic for today's podcast. So, yeah. My next player would be Sterling Shepard. Now, he looked very good in the two games he played. One against Washington, one against uh, who, uh, who did they play last year? Uh, Chargers. So he he'll be good. I, I I don't know how amazing he'll be, but getting high high ten point games, that's very good from a from a wide receiver from a, a player on a not very good offense. So I think that's something you should you should look out for. for yeah, sure. if he could stay consistent, you know I don't really trust him to be consistent just because they have Galladay. Kadarius Tony, who's not really happy with the Giants right now. He sucked week one, but also uh, Evan Ingram's hurt and Saquon's hurt. So maybe until they come back, um, Sterling Shepard could be a pretty good start if you if he has another game week three. Or, you know, week three? Honestly, I, I'm picking him up. I'm starting him week three. You're going against Atlanta. I think that's a really good matchup. I would uh, get Sterling Shepard. Yeah, for sure. My next player is Deontay Harris. Now, Deontay Harris, he's playing against Jair Alexander, and he had 73 yards in a touchdown. Now, I know he had one big bomb for a touchdown, but like I said, Deontay Harris is a good player. They have He has barely any competition. The only one is Marquise Callaway, and people are only really hyped up about him because of his preseason games. So, I mean, I think Deontay Harris is something to look out for. I don't know if you should pick him up yet, but in the future, he's something you should definitely consider. Yeah, if you really need a flex, I would honestly probably say pick up Deontay Harris, only if you really need it because, you know, Deontay, I think, is a little bit better returner than he is a uh, than an actual cat, pass catcher. You know, only two receptions, but the 17, the big game, the big touchdown was obviously huge. But, and, you know, I think if you really, really need a flex, I would pick him up. Yeah, for sure. All right, our next, our next, my last player for this podcast would be Mark Ingram now. He had a lot of attempts from the Texans, like a lot, a lot. Now, he... Uh, he didn't have a lot of fantasy points, but get, like I said earlier, opportunity, volume, same thing. That equals to succession eventually. So I think Mark Ingram, he, he could he could be someone. I think right now if you need to pick him up, but in the future he could be something. No, I'm I mean, honest, I completely disagree with this one because the Texans are just have way too much of a card to backfield. You have Philip Lindsay, you still have David Johnson. I know people make fun of David Johnson, but he's still a decent enough running back. Honestly, Can't believe my... the Cardinals did that trade. That makes me yeah. mad. I mean, yeah, Mark Ingram played well. You know, well, not really. You know, 26 attempts, 3.3 yards per carry. Real life, not well, but he still ended up getting 14 fantasy points, which is good, I guess, but they were up by so much, they just ran it to him. I don't see them being up by that much that many more times, or probably at all the rest of the year. We're playing Cleveland, uh, Carolina, and Buffalo. I don't see them being leading in any of those games. I just don't see them really using Mark Ingram then. And if they are going to run it, I feel like Lindsey and David Johnson will get the will be the one and two options before uh, Mark Ingram. Okay, yeah. So you want to go to yours? Yeah, so my first player is going to be Chase Edmonds. You know, he played pretty well week one. You know, he had a pretty decent receiving game, too. Um, I think if he could be a little bit more consistent, or if he can be consistent, uh, I think he's definitely someone, if you need a flex, pick him up. You know, 5.3 yards per carry, only 12 attempts, but the four receptions, 43 yards, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah, Chase Edmonds is, he, he he's on a good offense, very, very, very good offense, but Chase Edmonds... He he's gonna be like Kenyon Drake this year. I'm actually not that on him. He's he's with too good of an offense for me. So no, they're not. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna be with uh, James Conner this year. No, 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 I'm saying like last year he was uh, Kenyon Drake. He's gonna oh. be like a Kenyon Drake because Kenyon Drake was the main back on the Cardinals. So and he wasn't very good last year. So I don't know if, Ch- if Chase Simmons will live up to something like that. We'll see. Um, so uh, another player of Christian Kirk. You know, I think. No Larry Fitz this year for the Cardinals. I think he can be uh, someone who breaks out in a pretty big way with uh, D-Hop being there too. You know, I think if 
defenses are going to really pay attention to D-Hop way more than Christian Kirk, you know. 24 week one, I think he could follow that up again with playing a really bad Minnesota team who gave up a lot of points to the Bengals wide receivers. So I think he could be a good start, you know, against Minnesota. And I think he could be a player that, you know, could be a flex for you this year. Yeah, I mean, Christian Kirk, again, not very high on him because Christian Kirk... He's a deep ball player. If he isn't going to get those deep ball receptions, like I said, he's like Mike Evans, except deep balls. He he only catches deep balls. He's 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 meant for them. Like if he doesn't have if he doesn't catch a deep ball for a touchdown, he's not going to have a good game. So yeah. Yeah. So my last player to look out for would be Marquise Brown. I think um, you know, nineteen points. Same reason why I think he'll break out. Same reason why I think you should start him. Or not why I thought you should start him last week, and I think this week too. Uh, not this week. I probably sit him going against the Chiefs, but um. You know, I think after that you have some pretty good matchups. Detroit, Denver, Indy, Cincinnati after Chargers. Um, those are some pretty decent matchups, especially with him being, I think, the main offensive threat. Yeah, I mean that 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 that's really it. Um, I mean, yeah, that I think that's that's pretty that's a pretty good list. So, do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, no, that's about it. So I'm gonna close this out. But for one thing I want to talk about, please follow us on our socials at the Fantasy Crew on Instagram. We're working on a youtube channel right now in the future right now we're going to do uh for the next five weeks we're going to be doing one podcast a week but after that i we want to switch to two uh, one on wednesday or wednesday or monday and one on friday so yeah i mean that that's really it from us so uh good talking and well thank you bye